Intellectual stimulations by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, coming to you live from the Upper West Side today, where we blow up the news on a verbal scale. I am Ephraim Guzman, along with my longtime close personal friend, my heterosexual life mate, my Max to my cheese, Eves the Cannon Sanin, and yes, special yep, and special guest today we have from the King of Sports Podcast, and you might have heard him in other podcasts, Mister Nate Milton. Nate, what's going on, fellas? Oh, hey, how's everything? Uh, everything is everything. I'm, I'm doing good down here in Virginia, but you know, I, I was I was on Twitter last week, man, minding my own business as I usually do, and, and out, out of nowhere, I see myself getting called out by, by this podcast, and I'm like, okay, let me see what's going on with these brothers, and, and, and I was going I was going to light y'all up, but then the first thing I saw when I went to your website, when I went to the SoundCloud page, was an interview with Richard Bay. I'm like, these guys are all right with me. <laughs> Actually, remember Richard Bay though too. Yeah, man, we had him on uh, syndication down here, and it was like I keep telling people about him, man. It's like yeah, if you thought Jerry was one, like he was Jerry Springer before Jerry Springer, and he doesn't get the credit. And it's funny, a lot of people that don't really remember Richard Bay. That's me. People were talking about it, like how do you not remember him? Like, come on, he was uh, he's a legend. Like, I'm like Mr. Puniverse or Mr. Bigfoot. Like, come on, man. Yeah, the, you know, the, the, um, 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 the lie detector and the secret, secret, secret. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people send this home and they don't remember who Richard Bay is. I'm like, wow, the guy, you know, we used to watch him religiously back in the day. Yeah, I mean, like, I, it, was, it was cool to listen to the interview, though, because it was like, I didn't know, there was a lot of stuff I didn't know. Like, I didn't know he was a trained actor before he got into all of this. Yeah, especially working with Clint Eastwood. Who would ever thought? Yeah. Um, was it Magnum? I think it was Magnum Force. I don't even remember now. Yeah, it was like a it was like a while ago we talked, but yeah, I think I think it was Magnum Force, and his scene got cut off, um, cut off and stuff. But but he, you know, he's on the movie though. Right, right. But he was on Bruno too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you saw Bruno Nate. Yeah, man. I used to mess with uh with Sasha Baron Cohen, Ali G, and and uh, Borat and all that. Um, to, to go backtrack a little bit, the reason how we got Nate is because of a guy named Ryan, who's a big time wrestling fan, stirring yeah, up the pot with Nate. Up, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> stirring up the pot with Nate Milton, and lo and behold, we got Nate Milton, man. So Nate, tell 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 the people about yourself. Not to, not to cut you off, he said he actually said that. Why don't me myself sound like Nate Milton? That's what he said. Yeah. What what do you think he meant by that? That's true. So, Nate, man, so tell tell the people, before we get into, like, discussion, tell the people how you got involved in podcasting, man. Well, uh, started off just in a regular broadcast, and I've been doing uh, TV and radio since back in the day, uh, since, I'd say, the late 90s. I've uh, been calling high school football and, and, and been on the radio and, and uh, you know, always been a wrestling fan. And so I got into some... Facebook discussions with some guys at uh, the Fight Network, live audio wrestling up in Toronto, and and uh, we always used to get go back and forth on T and A, uh, and you know what, what they were doing right, what they were doing wrong, and and obviously now it's more wrong than right. But at the time, at the time, you could make an argument for T and A, and I usually did that, and they appreciated the way I made an argument. You know, it wasn't just WWE sucks and and T and A is great. And, you know, I actually had facts and opinions and stuff to back up my opinions. So we're like, we got to have this dude on, and I formed a friendship with them, and I'm on Review and Impact every week, at least until TNA gets canceled. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they got three more weeks of programming left uh, on the current deal, and apparently they're going to run some best of for the rest of the year, but after that, they, they have not signed a deal with anybody new yet. Oh, man, that's messed up. Yeah, by the end of the year, that could be it for TNA. So, I mean, these wrestlers are what, they're just going to, like, Kurt Angle and them, they're just going to, what, I don't know, bare-knuckle boxing, street bars and stuff. <laughs> the thing is, most of these dudes are on, like, they, they used to have guaranteed contracts. Now they're on, pretty much, they get paid for appearances. 
Uh, and the way team they get to, they really get over on the people is like they'll shoot three or four weeks of taping in two or three nights. Like they did when they were up in New York uh, a little while ago. Yeah. Right, right. That I just yeah, I remember. Well, uh, our friend Ryan was at a couple of the tapings, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he went to like a few tapings and stuff, you know, from the TNA. Wow, wow, okay, wow, damn. I hope TNA gets a contract renewed somewhere, somehow, because, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of, I mean, for all of the mistakes they made, it's a lot of talented cats up in that promotion. So, it, you know, and the, and the WWE needs all the competition it can get, so I, I hope they're able to uh, stay open. Yeah, I know because there's some there's some good wrestlers there that definitely need to get snatched up, but you know I guess they won't take them up because I think WWE wants to homegrown their own talent now. But you know they, they, I guess it depends on the wrestlers who are still around though. Well, yeah, that's the thing though. They like they got the big thing with the uh, performance center down in Orlando, and it's like if if I understand you want to make your own talent, but if you're Triple H and let's say TNA goes out of business tomorrow, or you're Vince or you whoever signing the checks, it's like. Why wouldn't you want somebody like Bobby Roode in your company or Austin Aries in your company or, uh, you know, MVP or Kenny King in your company? Yeah. Uh, MVP's washed up. I'm sorry. I don't know what he's done for. You don't think he's a good him. You, you don't think he's a good rapper? still talk. Him, Bobby Lashley, and some other guy. I was just watching him for a disappointment. I was like, oh, man, come on, guys. You don't Get think, yo, Ease, you don't think, um, what you would call it, MVP could sing, though, his rap album, man? I've never heard no rap album from MVP. He has a rap album now? No, well, no, not a rap album, but his song. He's the song that he sang. Oh, that's not, no, 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 no. Come on, let me stop it just for the intro so you can rap. Uh, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> if we know one thing, we know Vince Man loves a brother that can sing and dance a second time. Well, that might get him a job. In shock, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you see Did you see what they did to Xavier Woods this month? Man, we talked about that on the Kings of Sport this week, man, because me and my buddy... Uh, we, we, we're wrestling fans, but we kind of, we're kind of down on, on the product as a whole right now. And one of the things that we talk about all the time is how black wrestlers and other minorities are treated when it comes to making these characters and making these stories and making these gimmicks. And it's like, you got a dude with a PhD, a, you know, a real life smart brother. Also pissed too because you get two Puerto Ricans to play Mexicans as the freaking yeah. Los Matadors, you know? Oh man. Like they're both brown, put them in a mask. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Mexican, Spanish, Dominican, they're all the same. Might as well. You know? Right, right. It makes no sense. Yeah, let's, 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 let's turn this into like a race issue, guys. Come on, let's keep it let's keep it neutral. <laughs> you no, know, but it, it's the truth though. You know what I'm saying? How are you gonna get Puerto Ricans to play Mexicans though? Like it, it, it makes no sense. You still watch? You watch boxing or not really? I used to be the biggest boxing fan, but it's—I think with the lack of no legitimate heavyweight stars, yeah, that has really soured me on boxing. I mean, I still watch a Floyd fight. I still watch, you know, 
Pacquiao fight. I still watch, you know, uh, B-Hop fight. But in terms of just, you know, am I just going to watch? Like back in the day, you remember there used to be like Tuesday night fights on USA. Yeah. Friday night fights on ESPN. It was just right. so dudes that you didn't even know who they were on the card and you would watch because it was boxing and boxing was exciting. And right. now it's like there's no there's no buzz. And, you know, part of that is because boxing fell off and there's no heavyweights. But the other part of it is because MMA kind of came in and, and took that young male viewer that would watch boxing 20 years ago. Now he's watching MMA. Yeah, yeah those bros beating the mess out of each other. I, I can't get into MMA. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, Why? I don't know. It, it takes away from my masculinity, but, you know what I mean? What? <laughs> <laughs> to be in the breaks of these people, I mean, like, wow. It's, it's a little too off for me. Like, I, yeah. Boxing, you have to have at least some skill. But don't you yeah, think you have to have more skill if you, if you use everybody part in MMA? Like, you know. Let me tell you something. You can hit somebody with one haymaker and knock them out. Come on, look, we have a Kimbo slice with a guy with purple hair. <laughs> <laughs> That was one haymaker she got caught with, and he didn't get up. I mean, we obviously know Kimbo's fight doesn't have any left. He can't do anything. Groundwork. But that was just one hit, and it was a wrap for him. And Kimbo Slice, he quit MMA, and he became a boxer. Yeah. Oh, no, see, see, that, that's, a, that's a skill he can make. So he should have been did that from the jump. Yeah. I know. He did some acting movies, though. He did a movie with uh, Michael Jai White, too, right? Right. People always talk about that Michael Jai White movie. <laughs> Blood and Bone. You seen that Blood and Bone? <laughs> That's another classic right there. Oh, Black Diamond was a classic. Come on, everybody knows that one. Yeah, that 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 really to me that brought his career back in a sense. Yeah, because he got to the point where he was still making movies, he was still working, but it was like a lot of those titles that you would see, you know, when the five dollars been at Walmart. Also in um, Kill Bill Volume Two in a um, deleted scene, I think. Like his scene yeah, was, yeah. yeah. He was, he was, he was in the, were like they were in like walking through the town and something like that. Yeah. He was in the, he was in the Dark Knight too for about ten seconds. Oh yeah. 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 Enough with the clown. That was the, his only right. line in the fucking yeah. movie. <laughs> no, no, no. Then, then he got killed. Then when Joker got when they Joker put they um they fake that Joker was dead. Yeah. Like the, 
exists right now in 2014 is different than the Atlanta from the 80s and even different than, you know, Atlanta, you know, 15 years ago. You know, it's, it's this weird place where it's it's still Southern, but it's got a lot of industry folks in there. It's little Hollywood. It's a little New York. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's where they shoot The Walking Dead, right, in Atlanta, right? Yeah, yep. Oh, see. <laughs> no, I thought we weren't going to talk about the Falcons, so let's never, never <laughs> Yeah, let's see the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't even talk. I mean, I, I live in New York. Look at the Knicks and the freaking Jets. The Giants. Yeah, the, Jets, the Jets are terrible. Like, my, my co-host on the show, Marcus Vandenberg, he is a Jets fan, and he is a... Uh, He's like, after Geno and after Mike Vick, he's like, I don't ever want to see another black quarterback play for the Jets ever. <laughs> I don't want Jameis Winston. I don't want... Oh, man. Let me tell you something. I'm, I'm scared of something from the Jets fan. That's why when you were talking about a giant, I was kind of hesitant to say that I was a Jets fan because you were going to be like, oh, man, are you serious? I got all the New York fans? Like, <laughs> hey. Cause they, yeah, the, Jets, the Jets are just... And then Rick, like, this, Rick knows he's leaving. Like, he knows this is last year. Really, really great player, 
and then a bunch of guys that, that nobody wants and you can't get rid of, and it's like you got a new coach, and then Phil Jackson's back there pulling the strings. I like the Knicks could be good, but they, they're probably a player or two away from really doing anything. I don't know what they're smoking over there in New York because I, I don't understand. I don't know if you're watching the games from haven't been relevant since Patrick Ewing, though. Honestly, though, they, they, you know, they haven't. They have the same colors as the Mets. They're, oh, they're both losers. So, you know, that's my take on it. The only time I liked the Knicks was when Nate Robinson was on it, because I, I like Nate. Yeah. I like Nate too. I like everywhere Nate goes. I, I tend to follow where he goes because I like him electrifying. I mean, he was a good Bulls point guard when um Rose was there. Yeah, like like he was he was he was the perfect backup because he was like a change of pace and get his own shot. Right. Right. Energy onto the court. Like, and to me, like, he, I don't know if he's a starter, but, he, you know, he'd definitely be my sixth man. Right, right. No, absolutely. He's a good point guard. He's a really good point guard. He does, what, he does the job. He does what he has to do. Somebody gets a little erratic. gets erratic on the court, but he does what he has to do. I'm rambling. Hey, shoot some questions off tonight, man. I'm rambling about rambling about these sports. Okay, so let's get off the sports topic because I think we kind of realize that New York is a little bit shitty, but you know, just but not that shitty. But um, Nate, um, um, you're a fan of movies, aren't you? Yeah, I watched a movie too in my day. Oh, okay. So, um, what do you think about the Marvel film slate that's out there that um Kevin Feige put out there with the whole Marvel movies from 2000 and no, like 2015 all the way to 2019? Do you know the, the Do you know the titles of the movies that are out? What I'm going to say about that 
is I like it. It's um, it's like the WWE Network, and then follow me on this. Okay. And I like that. I like that it's there, but it's not something that I need to see every day. Oh man! What? Like I love that the, that the movies like they're planning ahead for these, but it's like I'm I'm the type of, of, of fan with these Marvel movies like the, it, it's almost like comics. Like there's a main storyline, and then you got like the side books. Yeah. Like the main storyline to me is kind of that Avengers tree, that Guardians of the Galaxy tree, and like if there's an Ant Man movie, like I might check it out, but it's not gonna be top priority. Because I, you know, I'd much rather watch the next Captain America or the next Avengers because those are the ones that you know bring me to the table. But at the same time, you know, I'm glad that they're putting out all these other movies. I'm, I'm interested in Black Panther. I really want to see what they have that. Yes, yes. Yeah. And finally, they got like a, 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 minor, a minority superhero since Blade. You know. So. And I, yeah, I was gonna say I hope that this movie does well because, and, and it should because you know Marvel can pretty much put anything out and make a billion dollars. But you know if if, if Blade is, I mean, Black Panther's successful, kind of like Blade back in the day. Like, nobody was really checking for superhero movies until Blade came out, and then right after Blade, you know, the, the new Spider, uh, the old Spider-Man with uh, Tobey Maguire started up. Yeah. Right, right. And that was kind of like when superhero movies stopped being a joke and they people took them seriously again. So I would love to see Blade do his thing. I was real, uh, I was a really big fan of Captain America 2, The Winter Soldier with, uh, Anthony Mackie, yeah. yeah, playing the Falcon. I thought that was a really good movie. Guardians of the Galaxy was just excellent. Yeah. Like even if you're not a comic book fan, like I'm, I'm a casual comic fan. I, I've read comic books in the past. I uh, watch a lot of comic book shows and stuff like uh, superhero shows, stuff like that. But I never knew about the Guardians of the Galaxy, and so coming into the movie, man, I was like, I don't even know, but I'm just gonna check this out, see what see what Batista's up to. But it was really good. Like it, it's. In my top three of Marvel movies all time. Yeah. Right. What, are, what are your top three movies of all time, Marvel movies? Yeah. My top three Marvel movies of all time, number one for me would probably be uh, Avengers. Right. Yeah. Just because it was it was the movie that they said could never be made. Right. Yeah. They did it. They did it. You got all the all the characters on one screen. You got the you know the CGI Hulk didn't look strange. <laughs> Everything right. was, was was great on that. So Avengers would be number one for me. Uh, number two would probably be a tie between the first Tobey Maguire Spider Man yeah. and uh, Iron Man, the first Iron Man, uh, because oh, I think okay. that Robert Downey Jr. I heard, I heard, uh, I think it was the Marvel vs. DC podcast. I heard you talking about, about Tony Stark, man. That man can play Tony Stark till the day he dies. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He, he got that. He got just like Tom Coughlin. He can eat Teflon with me. <laughs> like so, Tony Stark, man, that Iron Man and Spider Man was probably my number two movies, and then Guardians of the Galaxy was third for me because I was, it was just a a good movie that you didn't even need to know all the characters and who was tied to what and and what Thanos doing up in here and all this. Right, right. You, you had that knowledge, it added to it, but you didn't need that going into the movie theater. Yeah, that's true. Like you, you necessarily didn't have to watch Avengers to watch Guardians of the Galaxy, but each of the Marvel movies they all connect with each other. That's what I like about it. I didn't even mind how the duck did. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> 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 threw me off. I hated that part. I hated that part. I was like, oh man, what the hell's going on here? But that's good. That's good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you know somebody that doesn't you know really watch you know I me mean, keep track of comic book movies can say that. Guardians of the Galaxy, obscure as it is, was one of his top. I mean, it was just a, just a really good movie, like start to finish. Like the, it, it had some Star Wars elements to it. Yeah, you know, and it, it, it had just. I think it, it it was one of the. I think the tone, like like uh, you guys were talking about when y'all did the review, just the tone of the movie. You know, and yeah. as much as I love uh, Captain America, sometimes it can get a little too serious. Yeah, you, wow. you, you didn't like that though. Like, I think that's what what was good about Captain America. Cause like, sort of like the Dark Knight. It was almost like based in reality, kind of realistic more. Like, don't you think? I, I like it. Don't, don't get me wrong. I like both Captain Americas. I think uh, I th- I would go as far as to say for a first part and a sequel, I'd say Captain America is probably better than uh, Iron Man one and two. Probably better than Thor one and two. To me, the, the two Captain America movies are the best kind of. Uh, compliment that they that Marvel has done so far. Well, well, I, I really enjoy those. Even H when I say that I love Captain America. I mean excuse me, I love Iron Man too. I love that movie. I don't know why. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cheeto scene came out, he said, you know, I'm here, forget about it, let's get on with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, almost like a nod to the audience, like, alright, you know, this is not Terry Tower, this is Don Cheeto, so. Like, they really get blacker and skinnier, what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, I'm like, I, I, I don't mind the serious environment, but it was just refreshing, I think, and it called back to the first Iron Man, where it was, you know, you had the action, but at the center of it, you know, you had uh, Tony Stark. Yeah. And a lot of Tony Stark's part in the movie was, hey, this is a serious situation, but I'm going to crack jokes because I got this. And that's what I got from uh, Star-Lord and, and, you know, Rocket Raccoon and everybody with uh, the audience. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. What, what was your that's take on um, Iron Man 3? Did you enjoy Iron Man 3, the third one? Uh, I, uh -oh. and, and I, I hated it. I hated yeah, see, this is why I'm not mad. Like, I know people got mad when... Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was like, he, he wasn't really feeling another Iron Man. Because yeah. it's like, I don't need any more Iron Man movies. I just need him to show up in like Avengers or, you know, show up in Captain America or whatever. You know, just play that part in different movies. I don't think I need another whole Iron Man movie right now. Like, I'm, I'm good with Pepper Potts. I'm good with, 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 with all the suits, man. Like, like, it's cool to look at, but the story in Iron Man 3 was just, it was like, it, it, it just didn't work for me. I know, it's just, I tell you, it was like Iron Man without Iron Man costumes. It was like, like, you always said, I guess the director of Lethal Weapon did that one, right? Yeah, so it was it was basically Lethal Weapon. It was Myrtle and Riggs as superheroes. That's all it was. Right, exactly. Exactly what it was. I'm surprised they didn't get, uh, they didn't get uh, Danny Glover to play Rhodey there. <laughs> they could have, no. Oh. Um, even Eve said it, Michael Jai White would have been the perfect Rhodey. Have you seen him in the comments? Yeah. I think he would have just outshined Robert Downey Jr. too. So I think they wanted to get like a low-level black guy. Like, oh, let's get Don Cheadle. You know I mean? <laughs> a low-level black guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus no, but you know what I mean. I'm saying, you know, it's you know, it's not like you know he's gonna like you know he, he's not Terry Crews or nothing like that. That's what I'm trying to say. Like you know, he's like a, he's like he's like a regular dude. You know, it's Don Cheadle for crying out loud. Don Cheadle is a great actor. He's a great character. Actor. Hey, I love him in Hotel Rwanda, dude. So the Hotel Rwanda, uh, or the Ocean's movies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying, but he's I don't know. I, he just doesn't fit the character of Rhodey for me. That's just I don't know, man. No, he was, he, 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 like, physically, he didn't fit the part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, to me, I, like, I, I think Don Cheeto would have been, like, uh, honestly, if, if, um, if we didn't have Mackie as the Falcon, I could have seen Don Cheeto playing the Falcon. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. You know, I like Wait, that, Has he headlined though? Besides Hotel Rwanda, like he hasn't really headlined. He's kind of, he truthfully though, he's kind of like where Terrence Howard was though. Because Terrence Howard, in the first Iron Man, he really hadn't done anything until Hustle and Flow, which came out right before Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. You know, he's done all these parts and then done pretty good in the roles, but he wasn't, you know, an A-list actor. I think that's where Don Cheadle, you know, Don Cheadle's probably done more critically acclaimed roles than uh, Terrence Howard did, but yeah. he wasn't, you know, he wasn't Denzel. They wouldn't get. Yeah, Terrence, Ter Terrence Howard was more. Terrence Howard was more in um, ensemble roles, like The Best Man, and you know movies like that. You know, was he in Four Brothers too? No, no, that wasn't him, right? No, nah, he wasn't. It was Tyrese. That was in Four yeah, yeah, Tyrese. Yeah, you think Tyrese would have? No, Tyrese no, would have made a good I, one. You know what? I think he wasn't. No, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't one of the Four Brothers though. He was a cop. Right, 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 right. He wasn't anybody. Four brothers was Mark Wahlberg, Tyrese, Andre 3000, and the white boy. Right, right. The little white boy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, 
I'm, I'm like, but with the whole, and also another thing with the whole Marvel film universe, um, you think Black Panther is going to be like gritty, especially like it, it should be done in Africa. You know what I'm saying? They should really like really get down into it. What do you, are you familiar with the Black Panther character? Yeah, I, that's like uh, most of the time, like in terms of my comic book reading back in the day, it was mostly DC because I was a big Green Lantern fan. I like Black Lightning. Uh, you know, I like Batman and the Outsiders. Uh, Nightwing, all that. I was looking at back then and the outsiders. Yeah, man. That was, that, was my, that was my book back in the day. I was back in the day. <laughs> uh, from the Bible, Marvel, I read like, I read Captain America for a bit, and then I read uh, Black Panther, and I started reading Black Panther around the time when uh, Priest took it over. Oh, okay, okay. And so, like, that to me is still one of the best series ever written, and then, so I hope that the Black Panther that we get you know, obviously, I don't think they're gonna take a direct storyline from Priest, but I hope they have that type of feel to it. Yeah. Nah, it's just I don't know. They're gonna make a generic movie. I mean, basically, they said that he's gonna appear in Captain America three, the Civil War, before he has his own standalone movie. So I don't know. It's not just gonna get a generic storyline and then um, who knows what they're gonna have. Him I mean, that, that can work sometimes though, because if you think about it, Blade, the first Blade was pretty generic. Right, right, right. But it was a good story, and you had Wesley Snipes that was like the right dude for that role. So, yeah. you know, it can still work. Right, no, it can work. It can work. So, yeah, that's cool. What about um, Cap Captain Marvel? I don't know if you're familiar with um, that storyline, but, you know, it's a female, you know, kind of like a Superman, but she's a female that Marvel's about to make also. No, I see, there's, there's a couple, like I was saying, like uh, the Ant-Man, like I've heard of the character, I've seen him in a couple of issues. Uh, Captain Marvel, I know there's like a couple different Captain Marvels. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I've, I know the names of the characters for some of these, but it's like, a, like I said, I'm like, um, if you if you put Captain America, Avengers, you know, now Guardians of the Galaxy, now that I've seen that, you put that up there, I'm definitely going to the theaters. You know, Ant-Man, I might wait a little while, see what the reviews are, you know, see what some people say that I trust, you know, their opinions on movies, and then check it out. I have Michael Douglas in there. Michael Douglas can do no wrong. Yeah. Uh, not, on, not on screen, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, it's Michael freaking Douglas, man. I think, he, I think he's going to, like, kill it. I don't know. I think That's the one thing about Marvel, though, man, that you got to give him credit for. They are able to get really, really good, critically acclaimed actors in these superhero movies. Yeah. I know, we got freaking Robert Redford, you know, for crying out loud. Yeah, Robert Redford, Green Clothes. Yeah, yeah, What do you think about Man of Steel? What's your take on that movie? It was good. It, it wasn't my favorite superhero movie. And I think part of the problem with DC's movies is now we have something to compare them to. Yeah. Yeah. And those Marvel movies are just so off the chart good that, you know, the DC movies... And the other thing with DC is their movies seem to be more darker and grittier. Yeah. And the Marvel movies seem to have a little bit more life in them. funny that it was just so whack. Justice League was one of the best animations ever. 
Because to me, like, everything they've done in terms of, like, Smallville was, was cool. Arrow, I've seen a little bit of Arrow. I think it's pretty good. I haven't seen the new Flash show. But to me, like, nothing can compare to the way that those, like, the voice acting, the action, the writing on that show. Like, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited was, was to me, the best work that DC's done to this point. Yeah. yeah I right, right, right. I know, I think the, the Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the second incarnation of the cartoon, was, I think, right up there with Justice League, but it got canceled prematurely. I don't know if you've seen that cartoon. It was really good. No, I saw the first one in that, that year. The first one I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really like. Oh, yeah. well, the first one was pretty good, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Like, it made it a little bit diverse. They had like a, a lot of storylines and a lot of different Avenger characters, you know. The, the, the members intertwined after a while, like it was like. No, I'm, I'm thinking. Hold on, my bad. I'm thinking of. Uh, I'm thinking of the Ultimate Avengers. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, yeah, it was like it was like because they had like two or three DVDs, straight to DVD. Oh, okay, right. okay, okay. Yeah. But the Ultimate Avengers, yeah, I, I wouldn't really feel in those. No, I didn't like them either. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't like those DVDs. You saw those, either, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I think I have. Yeah. I have them on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> DVD ones, I believe. The the right, you know, right, have the right, Marvel right. animation. I think you know this was before like they had the whole cinematic universe. It was all you know cartoon DVDs. How we got exposed to Marvel, you know. I think that's kind of funny though, because like you know the way Marvel has kind of ran the movies for like the last 10, 15 years. DC was doing the same thing with TV for for the longest time. Yeah, exactly. DC owned television. They own like you know. That's all television. Yeah, because you, if you think about it, because, you know, you had Batman the Animated Series, then you had the spinoff from Superman, then you had the Zeta Project, after the Zeta, remember what happened, then Static Shock, remember? So there was a lot. Yeah, yeah. And, and then from there, it went on to the Justice League, you know? And then all the characters came out on the, on, on the Justice League. Then you had Justice League Unlimited, so it was like, you know, then Marvel, all we had was Fox, we had X-Men, that was it. X-Men was like the standard bearer for cartoons and Spider-Man. Yeah, the the X Men cartoon was pretty good though. But um, it it you know saying um saying it, it was like towards the end, like the animation drawing was different, and it was just it was just it, it was just kind of off though. But like the whole first season, second season was really good. Right, right, right. You know, so that's I'm saying it, it you know, but in you know, in terms of it though, like the the animation for everything, like. Like Marvel, Marvel's doing good with the with, with with everything they're doing now, like with animation and the movies. You know, DC is a, is 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 a close second though. DC is definitely close. See, now I think I got a question for y'all because this is something like I got buddies that uh that are decent in the comics and they'll send me stuff every now and then. But I, you know, sometimes I get a chance to look and look at it. Other times it's just too busy to to open it up. But is is there something being worked out with Spider Man's going up here? What's going on is like they're saying Sony's like you know almost bankrupt. They're running out of business, and they were gonna lease the character of Spider-Man to Marvel. But if, if yeah, but yeah, but the thing is, if that was gonna happen, it would have been announced in the you know El Capitan Theater when they had the whole Marvel film slate. They would have definitely announced something, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Now. Exactly, you know, like the, I don't like I, the thing is like with the if you notice like other movies that are not by Marvel movies, even though they'll use the Marvel logo, like you know, Spider Man is done by Sony and um, Fox owns the rights to X Men, and you notice Marvel Comics now they canceled like the X Men comics, they canceled the Fantastic Four comics, so I guess you know 
they're trying to like give a hint to like, look, you know, we're gonna cancel these stories in comics, so you're not the only, you know, even though there's a lot of history and a lot of background they could do with 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 film. Right now, there's not anything, any new current issues of Fantastic Four, I think, or X Men too. That's true. That's true. But Sony's not giving that money maker up. I mean, they can reincarnate Spider Man into God knows how long, yeah. like they're doing now. They make it up. They, they might make it to. Um, uh, 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 old female Spider-Man cast, quote unquote. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Like, what They're is that about? That guy up. Yeah. Let me ask you this though: Like, wouldn't 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 it be smart for them though to not give him up, but to partner with him? Say we're gonna let you use this character for this movie because if I say I'm only getting 25 percent of 500 billion, that's still better than 100 percent of nothing. True, but. Yeah, but the thing is, I you know, I think Marvel wants to own Spider-Man completely. I don't think... I'm saying, even though it would be kind of cool if they have Spider-Man in Avengers 2 or in the future Avengers movie, I don't know if they actually want to have him as a least out because, you know, then Sony has to get some kind of film credit or they have to have some kind of say on how they use Spider-Man. So, you know, it won't be totally Marvel-owned. It'll be Sony giving their input on how would, how would they want them to use Spider-Man. And if they do have Spider-Man, are you going to have Andrew Garfield? Are you going to get Tobey Maguire? Or are you just going to reboot Spider-Man just for the Marvel franchise? So it's like a whole schematic problems right there, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, to me, though, I, I would say... Like it would just it would just make sense. I mean, I understand there's a lot of red tape. There's a lot of egos. That's, that's probably even bigger than the red tape. Yeah, yeah the ego. Yeah, the ego. But it's like, man, like I don't think they understand. Well, maybe they do, and they just don't care. But like that would be the biggest pop ever. Like if you thought that, that seeing Thanos at the end of Avengers One was like that was a big pop in the theater. Like imagine if at the end of Avengers Two, Spider Man was like, hey, y'all need some help. That would be a nice that would be a nice post credit scene. Spider Man is there as like guys, I'm here for like, you know you know, I'm here to re- reveal my true identity in like Civil War. Like what? That's how the movie ends? Like, oh man. <laughs> right, right. But let me tell you like you said it's ego. I'm telling you it's ego and being that all these companies are, are starting now, they're all in competition now. Like, you know, D C is in competition with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sony is in competition with Fox. They just all want to be in competition with each other. They're not going to give up their main cut. That's like Fox giving up Wolverine to a Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, he, they will never give up Hugh Jackman. That yeah. is their bread and butter. But like I'm saying, but if that's like like I was saying before, though, if they do, let's say, lease them, they will get a uh, uh, they will just reboot Wolverine and get a different actor to play him. You know, so even though we can't like, see it, you know, like like we were talking about Robert Downey Jr. He Hugh Jackman has been playing Wolverine. Yeah, he is Wolverine. Two He definitely could do that, you know. You better than making another one of that day of that real steel. Yeah, oh, real steel. <laughs> I, I don't need to see that, you Jackman. Yeah. yeah, let him know, let him know, because I, I was in, I, I didn't get a chance to go see that movie theater, definitely, but I was like, you know what? No, thank you. I'm good. Yeah. I saw it because they kept playing it on the during Monday Night Raw. They oh, kept playing yeah. the advertisement, so I was like, man, let me let me see this. I got some free movie passes. Let me check out real steel. Kumar and some other dude fucking up Superman on the Krypton yeah. planet, you know, Kryptonite planet or something. It was better than that, but it wasn't, it wasn't worth my money, so I'm glad I didn't pay for it. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. That, that, yeah, I don't know. That's, 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 that's not a good look, you Jackman, like, game recognized game, and you look real unfamiliar right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's real southern, that's real southern. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good 
That's that um, um, Virginia swang, right? himself he had his own action figure there nobody was going to his table so we passed over there we passed Virgil hey Virgil what's up he said oh what's up come to my table I said yo you can't take out my boy Eves the Cannon and Sanon. he was like yo come over here come over here bring him over here you know what I'm saying he's like what you doing man the guy wants me to fight Virgil every time we see him at a convention and we can't often too that's the thing about it it's sad though because even one time he was in um, New York City at Grand Central Station asking for money he's like look I'm Virgil you know what I'm saying you know 
give me, you know, like, you know, he, if you wanted to take a picture with him, you know, you had to, like, charge him and shit like that so he could take a picture with you. It was, like, crazy. It was, like, what the hell he's doing, you know? Yeah, it's like, it's just sad that these dudes don't, like, I'm not saying that they should be rich, because, you know, a lot of these dudes do their money, but at the same time, if you're, if you're an actor, right, you get, uh, you membership in SAG, you're in the Screen Actors Guild, so you got somebody to take care of you, you know, in terms of your health and in terms of, you know, if, if you need some help down the line. And if you're an athlete, you got, like, the Baseball Players Union, the NFL Players Union, you got, you know, all these other unions, the NBA Players Union, that take care of you after you're done playing. But if you're a wrestler who's in this thing called sports entertainment, they don't have nothing for you. And it's, it's one guy in particular, and you mentioned Vince McMahon, because really Vince McMahon is wrestling, even though there's other companies out there. Right, He's right, the only right. one that matters, and it's like, come on, man. You got enough money, you're charging people $9.99 for this network. You know what I'm saying? The least you can do is, is help out these guys to help you make your name. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, let's take that slide, you know what I'm saying? Be like, hey, when you come to Kenya, you best not miss. stuff, my dude. You know a lot of stuff. Hey, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate y'all letting me talk for a little while. So, yeah, uh, if, if y'all ever want to come on the King of Sports, holler at your boy, and I definitely will be promoting y'all, man, because uh, like, like I said, man, the world needs more podcasts that make you think, and I, I think that's what right, I say, right. like, uh, you know, I like about your show. It's like, you know what? I can relate to these dudes, and, and they're making some good points. I may not always agree, like, when I, I think, I think, uh, when uh, the cannon was up there talking about Bill Bixby, like, no, nah, man. <laughs> Bill, Bixby, Bill Bixby is the best incredible host that ever will be incredible host. So don't know. Oh, man. Oh, oh, um, Nate, what did he say exactly? I'm trying to remember. What did he say about Bill Bixby? He was saying, because you were talking about uh, Ruffalo playing the Hulk. Right. And then it was like... Uh, I was Edward Norton saying, I wanted Yeah, he was talking about Ed Norton. And then he was throwing shade to Bill Bixby. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> I'm just saying Bill Bixby. You know why you're saying that right now? It's because we grew up with Bill Bixby. That's why. That's why you're saying that. That's what you're saying, right? Bill Bixby, he said, he said, he said the template, though. Right, right. Okay, all right. I'll give you that one. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Bill Bixby, like, like I, I will say uh, Ruffalo surprised me. I didn't think he was going to be as good because I was yeah. really, I was a known fan myself. Right, right, right. The Ruffalo surprise, but you know, like, like it's just like the NBA. Like Ruffalo is LeBron, uh, uh, Norton is Jordan, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, Bill Bix is Bill Russell. So you always gotta, you know, tip your cap to the great. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good analogy. Okay, I give you that one. I give you that one. Oh, so right. the cannon gets defeated by Nate Milton. Oh, man, oh, man, man. That's, that's it. That's it. That's how we gonna end it. Thanks a lot for the interview, man, and you have a good one. No problem, fellas, man. Keep keep doing what y'all doing, man. Enjoy the show, and uh, hopefully we can get some more people listening to this, man, because it's uh, it's gonna blow up. Thank you, man. That's why that's why it's called the Atomic Podcast. And remember, and it's gonna blow up on a verbal scale. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Take it easy, Nate. Take it easy, man. All right, fellas.